0: hey everybody since this was recorded last night there was an update to the Gen Con schedule posted Uh, be sure to check out the Facebook group or the WizKids page for the information on nationals you can pre-reg for one qualifier um, and then try to get into the other qualifiers if they are not full pre-registration for events starts on Sunday May 15th so just in like uh, two days from when this releases on Friday So just keep that in mind, and also check out Oxit um, Buy, Sell, Trade, uh, Forum, link in the description to register. Um, Some more cool stuff coming up from them this month, so be sure to check out the ads later this month as well. And with that, right into the episode.
1: Welcome to ClickStar, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at LuckyDiceCafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Speeds!
0: Hey everybody. Welcome to ClickStop today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know that ClickStop is brought to you by TrollandToad.com, the world's largest HeroClix retailer. Find HeroClix new and old on TrollandToad.com and use coupon code ClickStop for five percent off your HeroClix order. Merchant and pre-order items do not apply. Uh, and joining me today is Alex. Go guard the prizes,
1: I mean, I, I did that for like five minutes.
0: Well, that's like the last, that's like the last memory I had. Because they were like, go uh, go okay. talk to was... Alex because he's guarding the prizes. I was going
1: to say, I did a lot more than just guarding the prizes. But... I know,
0: you okay. did. You did. But that was like the last thing you did. Um, so, and then additionally, we have two guests today. Um, from uh, Team Uncannied Off, uh, first of all, we have TJ Wheeler hey everybody and then we have caleb Bredick. hello so um uncanny doff so see, tj um for those that didn't know uh is a member of team Clicks off, and then uh caleb is a member of uh, the uncanny Clicksmen and tj caleb and i uh, teamed up and roomed together for the Hero Clips for Huntington Slash Rock Cup event that just happened. So today's episode, we wanted to talk about our experiences because uh, we all kind of three shared it together and kind of had a journey there. And of course, with Alex, um, Alex being busy uh, with a lot of the judging and stuff, you know, kind of had his own, I don't know, own experience if that's what you want to call it, Alex. Right? Like you had, you had shit to get done. And you had. To I mean, with...
1: i I thought this whole podcast was just going to cover our three v three team sealed event on Thursday. I thought that's what we were going to talk about this whole time. Well,
0: that's that's what we're going to start to talk about.
1: Um, I mean, we don't need to talk about anything else, really. Like, I think that right. Was that was definitely the, the most.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: the most I important mean, event there.
2: I'll just see myself out then. <laughs> so uh yeah so the the trip was
0: interesting for me at least my trip started out with um with um picking up uh lucas tom van holland mikey michael corny and jack smith at the nashville airport um which was different because so that was california minnesota and new jersey that i'd picked up uh, otherwise i was going to make the drive by myself so their flights in went fine and um we had some cinco de mayo stuff and got checked in and um waited on the thursday night sealed to start so tj did run into nashville traffic that was our plan we're going to play with alex um caleb was running late got his flight switched got in on time we're going to play in this thursday night 3v3 sealed there were six boosters right um do you remember the six boosters unleashed Chaos War, Invincible Iron Man, Teen Titans, Slosh, and what was the sixth one?
1: Uh, who knows?
0: I don't remember.
1: What's Egghead from?
0: That was Invincible Iron Man.
1: Uh, we had yeah, Slosh. Uh, what was uh, the X X-Men one?
0: um gosh this, i don't think this is i don't know Explo- you,
1: explosion
0: it, i said explosion so it was ex- okay. yeah uh was there a lot, a yeah it was stuff? so it was. yeah it was a bunch of old stuff for sure but it was yeah it was slosh team titans were the two marvel the dc ones and then we had uh invincible iron man explosion chaos war and then that last one is just eluding me oh was it amazing oh, spider-man spider-man
1: yes yeah, spider-man amazing yeah. am, am, <laughs>
0: amazing amazing spider-man yeah so um we pulled we got we did get what two super rares technically right because we pulled um yes technically the line of fire guy uh from slosh um, way way to be descriptive on that one. way to be yeah he was there was the guy that was a rat at Telus. i'm looking it was tellus
3: tellus that was yeah and then we got one
0: one other super rare right um uh, the ray
1: the ray was the super
0: rare right so um ultimately we pulled garbage um and there was nothing that we could make work we quickly went 0 and 2 and um dropped out As it was already
1: two wins, we got two wins. Don't don't like out of out of the three each round because it's three v three. We did get a win in the first two rounds. It does ultimately didn't matter, but we were aiming for a win at least.
0: Right, we wanted a win out of the three of us. TJ showed up just in time for the event to start, so I guess he could have played with us because it didn't start to like seven thirty. Um, but that was okay. So. Um, we quickly dropped out of that, and we're going to go rest, um, but we had to go to the airport, and Caleb and I spent three hours at the Huntsville Airport waiting on his bag to
3: arrive, um. Because it did not make the earlier flight that I did. No, it did not, so, um, I guess that's better
0: than you arriving at, like, two in the morning. Um so, you know, I, I don't know that, that kind of like started us out started started us out on a little bit of a tired streak, I guess um, but not really that bad right um, you know, we got some good you know, we uh, went to go see Doctor Strange as a group that Friday morning um, which was really yeah, cool pretty, pretty, no, pretty s-
1: Baker. there's like there's like 8 or 9 of us, right?
0: yeah, there was, well there was the 4 of us and then uh, four from four points, and then I think they had like two or three people. No, because then there was Jackson Lucas. and and Lucas, so that was ten. And then I think at least two from the Louisiana crew. So I think there was twelve of us in the theater that watched. Yeah, uh, I know, I
1: know, uh, John Murillo. I think that's yeah,
0: John Murillo. That. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, I mean, I had suggested or came up, thought up, talked about. It, I think maybe on the podcast. I don't know if I did or not. Um, saying, hey, you know, we're all there. We should absolutely go see it. And it worked out. Where I mean, we were kind of pushing it, getting back to the tournament uh, that morning. But it worked out. It was it was fun seeing the movie uh, in person with people who enjoy the movies and hearing Dan get excited.
0: Right. Movie, so. Yeah. So yeah, I do get rather excited watching movies. Um, you know, I enjoy all, um, I enjoy all superhero movies. Um, you know, even the quote unquote bad ones, I still enjoy them, um, because I enjoy that they, I have the opportunity for them to be made. You know, they could make another romantic comedy instead of, you know, a Batman, right? Right. Or Doctor Strange, so I, I enjoy, I enjoy all superhero movies, and Doctor Strange was a really good movie. Caleb, TJ, what what did y'all enjoy the movie?
2: Uh, yeah, I I had a blast. It was uh, it was great getting to just hang out with everybody there too. Uh, we did an early morning breakfast uh, and a change of plans right at the beginning, where I went and picked up uh, Lucas and. Uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, um, and then Dan gave the disclaimer that he gets excited at the movies before it started so we'll be ready for him to hoop and holler. Yeah. Which, which, a... Go ahead. I was going to say, which, to be fair,
0: like, there were other people hooping and hollering at the 9 a.m. Friday movie too. It was just not was... me. <laughs>
1: if I, if I can, I'm going to skip that type of theater. Good gravy. It felt like an hour worth of ads at the like oh my goodness. There it did. I so you know,
0: I did enjoy that they um you know had the app with delivery, food delivery that you could pre-order.
1: Needed it. You're there for 10 hours. So right.
0: The ads order. were a little long um but uh, the app with delivery, I mean, we have some good theaters here locally with food, but they don't have their uh app with uh food delivery. Yeah.
1: Hey cool movie i i didn't expect to see robert Pattons' batman crossover into it that's cool the dc marvel matchup um, that was really neat i didn't expect to see that but you know dc can't make good movies so i guess marvel's just like hey we'll help
0: out oh gosh <laughs> so but um yeah so then we went back to start the sealed which was scott porter versus the world um, which Scott Porter almost won um, but uh, so but that ended up being the Battle of the Iron Father, right um, Michael Holloway listener and supporter of the show won uh, that tournament but uh, I think as far as our recap there so TJ how many so the the tournament was Scott Porter versus the world you got to mulligan your boosters. One world of rounds, one SVAC, but you had to mulligan them both, um, and you had five charity probs per uh, round for each player to use, and they were like global reroll situation. Uh, so TJ, what? Uh, how many times did you mulligan, and what was your team that you ended up playing, and what was your record?
2: So, the first two boosters I opened, the best thing I had was Spider-Man 2099. So, I did one mulligan. Uh, I ended up with the Chase Iron Man from War of the Realms, uh, Venom Doctor Strange, the Uncommon Spider-Man from the Spider-Man Carnage set, and then a Uncommon Vision for Prob, and then, of course, Kate Bishop Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, that was that was strong, Caleb. What did you? Uh, oh, what was your record, TJ? Would you end up with your record?
2: Uh, I ended up, uh, I think, four and one in Swiss, and then uh, made the top eight there.
0: Nice, nice, Caleb. What about you? I know how much you love sealed. That's something. We'll oh learn. gosh, <clears throat> something we learned I this weekend.
3: Sealed. No, you love it. Oh man, it's my favorite uh, of all the format to play in um so i was looking at my pieces i know i had the my best piece i so i mulliganed twice or once i guess i pulled um, a total of uh, the first pull i got everything garbage and then went for a second and thought that i pulled a decent team most of it was close combat Uh, my best piece was I, i was trying to remember all of my pieces and i don't remember it was that good of a team but thor The Mary Jane that has the Nulnir marker that she can drop and make free close attacks was the best piece that I pulled. And then I also got the Spider-Man that gives adjacent friendly characters super senses, which um, didn't really help me out in my very last game when every sense was missed um, against, thank you TJ, uh, who knocked me out. Um, we played each other on game five, and both of us were a win or get kicked out team. And he had a complete range based team, and I made zero attacks against him and missed every Super Sense roll. Oh, wow. Um, as far as charity probs, I used a whole, I think, 23. There was one game where I only used, um, or I didn't use the full five that we had allotted. Um, as far as my record, I went 2-3. and three. I was 2-2 two and two going into my game against TJ.
0: Oh, wow. So you were the highest 2-2 at that point, and TJ was the lowest one loss. Um, yeah, that
2: sounds right.
0: Yeah, that that's a rough place for really both of y'all to be in because I think we had 34 or 5 people for that one. Um, yeah, there were a lot of people
2: playing Swiss. That I don't know if, Alex, you remember today. how many... Many yeah, I think,
1: it was, I think it was 34. Because you, you had to include Scott. So I think it was... 34 right. sounds right.
0: Yeah. So it was like one loss, and then a couple of two losses got in. Um, so, well, I didn't realize that y'all mulliganed so few times. Um, so I pulled my first two boosters. I think I might have gotten that Spider-Man 2099. You know, I pulled around with my boosters. Was not was not pleased at all. Um, then I mulliganed the first time. And uh, did not... I got Crusader. And... I... But I didn't have anything else to build with Crusader. And everyone was like, You're mulliganing Crusader? You're crazy. And I'm like, I just... There's just nothing else. And so I mulliganed a second time. So now I'm $90 in, and I pulled Absolute Trash. I think that's when I got that Spider-Man 2099. And I'm like, oh boy. And then I was like, Alex, is there a fourth Mulligan available? And um, luckily enough, uh, there was enough product, enough available for a fourth, a fourth set of boosters or third Mulligan. And uh, I pulled, finally pulled Ab- Absolute Carnage, Super Rare. So I played three of my figures from that booster. Uh, it was Absolute Carnage at 200 points. Um, and then uh, Toxin at 50. And then Eddie Brock. Uh, so it was a codex theme team at 285 points. I ended up going 4-1 and one in Swiss. Um, top 8, I did meet Scott Porter. Um, and... He one turned my absolute carnage as I missed five shape change rolls and one super sense roll. Um, so, but I think I used all my charity probs. Um, I think I used tw- 20 out of the six rounds. Uh, so the six, the the six of uh, sorry, the the 12 attack with absolute carnage helped out a whole bunch in sealed. Um, so my loss in Swiss was against uh, our other teammate, um, Jason Allen. So that was uh, that was a well earned victory on his part. So he had that he had that miles too that gave adjacent friendly character super senses, and he rolled a six twice against my absolute carnage precision strike. Oof! But um at the end of the day like that event like that sealed was super well prized out and i ended up with uh i don't know something some crazy amount of um some crazy amount of prizing for that um yeah
1: that's something we um know. i mean as every now that the event's over could be a little bit more candid i guess um i mean that's something that prizing was off obviously one of the issues Besides the weekend date and all of that, when we were able to announce prizing, was just a uh, we had to it was a little too late. Uh, and on top of that, when you hear these type of big events, you you think okay, the team welcome event who players. Uh, sealed event okay, it's all about the three v three and then the 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 nationals, Silver Age
2: Nationals,
1: but in reality. It not that <laughs> the pricing was built around the sealed event and the the silver age nationals the 3v3 was mostly was rock run uh, as opposed to hero clicks for huntingtons and so the sealed event was the second best prized event out of the weekend but that was um some people just didn't realize that i think but i think most of the people that were there to play the sealed event showed up and played the rest of the weekend not everybody but right. most people i think so right it's it's just something to keep in mind going forward i mean obviously we're, we're going to be making some changes uh, most likely but it, it, yeah the pricing for the sealed event if you didn't see it i mean it was ridiculous we prized everyone out like everyone it was 33 people that's what it was because 34 was scott yes because we had prizing the 32 And then we're like, that really sucks if you get 33rd place and you just don't get anything when it goes to 32. (laughs) Like, that would be really, that'd be kind of, we would be jerks if we just did that. Like, man, you went 0 and 5 and you're like at the bottom. Well, sorry, Bucko, you get nothing. Right. But that guy that went (laughs) 1 and 4, he gets a prize. So we ended up prizing out the 33. and, um, And the good thing is, is like, we, I believe this was the event we insisted, you know, you need to stay in the event, you need to play play through everything which we, we tried to insist that with all our tournaments because if you drop out then you're not really eligible for prizing and with events like this that prizes everyone out well obviously you just want to play through the pain a bit because um, i think what did this one i believe this one cut to eight right was it was this the top eight? yeah it
0: did it cut to eight yeah
1: yeah so with this tournament we had prizing at th- top 32 then top 16 top eight top four so Even if you knew you weren't going to make top eight and cut, it still was a good idea to try to play your last games out because you might be able to get top 16. So even though you wouldn't play in single elimination, you still got better prizing. But, yeah, hopefully next year people uh, will get the prizing out sooner and uh, people will pay attention to what exactly is going on because, yeah, the sealed event had ridiculously good prizing. Right.
0: And it's going to be the first weekend of May... Again, in 2023, which is not Mother's Day. Mother's Day is the second weekend of May.
1: Yeah, it it only happens every set like seven years that the first of May is a Sunday, so that results in Mother's Day being the seventh, like the, the second. So this, this year it, it worked out to where you know we were going for the first Sunday, and it ended up being well that that was Mother's Day. Mother's Day is usually the second weekend. Um, it's just the way this one worked out. It shouldn't happen again for many years. And hopefully we'll plan for that one <laughs> that one year in seven years or whatever for the next Mother's Day to occur. But, right. yes, the beginning of May, the first weekend of May is the plan. Have you all
3: not already started prepping for seven years from now? That's just me.
1: Uh, we're only at five. So, you know, we haven't made it all the way out there. Uh, we don't really know uh, – prizing yet Whiskas just hasn't gotten to us what prizing's available in five years so oh okay really slacking on their part no I'm just kidding <laughs> that doesn't
2: sound right say what that doesn't sound right
1: yeah no i mean uh <laughs> no
2: not at all yeah we, so.
1: they haven't told us about the upcoming Infin- infinity challenge 2 electric boogaloo set that's coming out so um you know that that's coming out in five years. Oh so. gosh, that's
0: hilarious! If you predict that predicted that correctly, twenty twenty seven fixed off is like, oh, we were right. Boogaloo set. Um, so, all right. So the the big event for us. So, um, and I want to just take a second. Like the room that we got at the at the hotel room that we got was really nice, right? So Saturday morning we woke up, we got breakfast. It. It was probably worth the $15 for breakfast, although the waffle um, threw me off in, in that morning. Was um, it an awful waffle? It was a limp waffle. It was a limp I'm waffle.
1: Uh, for all those who catch that reference. Um, we, did okay. the waffle. we didn't need a <laughs> waffle
0: house any, though. Um, no,
1: no, 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 off, awful waffle is a different reference. Uh, what hotel? Did you say what hotel you were at?
0: The Doubletree. The
3: Doubletree. Double
0: yeah, the Doubletree. Okay. tree. Did you eat breakfast there on Monday morning, Caleb,
3: or did you go do something else? No, no, I just went to the I went to the airport kind of early, like five hours early. Oh, gotcha.
0: Um, <clears throat> so we all the three of us, you know, where this was our big deal. Saturday was the three v three event. Um, so, uh, Caleb played monsters.
3: Um, Caleb, do you want to run down your team? Yeah, so I went monsters with a plus nine theme. Um, I went Sky Tyrant, uh, the Super Air Jubilee, Scarab, Venom Magneto, uh, Eddie Brock with his alternate ego, the Prime Venom on the sideline, Moloid, Green Proteus, Orange Proteus, Carnage, Enchanted Crowbar, Reality Gem, Joker's Gas Canister, and a Flash ID. I only brought one map with me, which was Otherworld Castle. Um, of was the that, was that
1: on was that on purpose or?
3: Yes, because oh, okay. I was
1: using Jubilee and I had zero
3: interest in playing her on any other map.
1: So you weren't pulling um, you weren't pulling a Tyler. It just like I forgot my map. No, he had yeah, no, no, we no, we had that.
0: access and we actually had probably probably about an hour discussion on is there any situation where we put. Caleb on a different map and we couldn't think of anything that
3: was reasonable. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. I was just curious. No, no, oh, you're fine. Well, I was just gonna say of all the games we played, I never lost map roll one time. So it worked out in my favor. So um
0: I think and I think the one tech thing that we wanted to bring up was um was Eddie, right? We were wondering how to get uh, Sky Tyrant and Jubilee across the map and it ended up being our autonomous thirty-five point guy, Eddie Brock, to autonomously call in the Flash on turn one. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, on turn two. Turn the, two. The turn, turn two, two the yeah. turn that you go. Um so that was really the coolest thing. You only had the one ID um you ended up going three and two on the day. We all ended up going three and two, um, so you no, know, there was no hard carries on our um, on our version. Um, TJ, what did you what did you end up playing, and um, what was your thought behind what you played? I, I guess I guess Caleb will answer. Have you answer that question first? What was your thought about uh, having
3: you play Sky Tyrant and uh, Jubilee? so it worked out in most of my games um, not on that map when you're playing with against someone with a lot of colossals and um, they they can body block pretty well their back line from my Sky Tyrant um, the trick with the enchanted crowbar worked out really nicely to get around the superman inspiration of Invincible which kind of shuts down Sky Tyrant uh, But so the enchanted crowbar takes the Invincible away and gives them invulnerable which then Sky Tyrant exploits So that was a neat little trick that worked. Um, Jubilee was very hard to kill, except for um, when you have a Beast ID that can just turn off her Protected, um, which was the one game that she got KO'd. Uh, That's how it happened. Um, I think my my most difficult matchup was against um, another monster variant that had Blackheart and Sky Tyrant versus uh, Jubilee and Sky Tyrant right and that was the um, that was the game we ended up we ended up losing right yeah that was the 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 round that i lost by 13 points and tj won by 13 points
2: yeah that was our top 4 our, yeah right
3: um
2: but yeah i mean i think
0: you know we did the crowbar we had a moloid and we did the joker's gas so you could hit a single target for 5 uh, straight through basically uh, save for senses and um,
3: and then Jubilee removes all the terrain and all the good stuff that she does so, mm-hmm. which um, in one of my matches was against a non theme using Molecule Man and they probably had 15 squares of maybe 12 squares of barrier and she just went over and erased it all
0: no that was against a the scientist theme team that was against the uh, eventual winners of the event that we lost to in round 4
3: Oh, was he a, a scientist? Okay. Yeah,
0: he was scientist. That was Chris Cottrell. I lost to Jack, and um, TJ lost to Randy. Um, so uh, TJ, you know, we kicked around a few different builds for you. Um, you know, um, tell us what you had settled on um, for the event.
2: So basically, I settled on my modern team minus the green Proteus that Caleb was using, and using ID cards in that place. Um, so it was Legacy Thanos, um, the 2x2 two two Magneto, and then Dr. Thing starting on the map as a Ruler 3 theme team. Um and actually what? really still like that build. Uh, Doom, Swiss Army Knife, is so much better than anybody gives it credit for, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, because it's just one of those
2: things that's like,
0: you know, even if you lose map, the Doom sixty seven is still a really good control piece, and um, you know, Lord Doom. Did you did you switch? Did you use anything but Lord Doom? Or I'm sorry, Doom sixty seven that day.
2: I didn't. Based on my matchups, he he made the most sense. Um, uh, yeah, Fantastic Four not having two lock jaws, it wasn't necessary to leave Doctor Thing out there. And uh, they start with Franklin on the board, so I couldn't even keep him from getting in.
0: Right, right. And then which which IDs did you play?
2: Uh, so I had the, uh, the Colossus ID with the Prime Colossus, um, the, the two by two, and then I had Beast with the Chase Beast. And my third one is escaping me. It must have been Green Arrow. I know you had Green Arrow.
0: Uh, no, I didn't have, we can't, we, this is the same confusion we had the day of the event. Oh, I had the those.
2: Black Panther. Yeah, you had the Gauntlet Black, Panther. you had the, yeah,
0: you had, you had the Black Panther, that's right.
2: Yeah, with the Gauntlet Panther or the 25 point Panther, if necessary.
0: Right, right. Um, and then I played... Um, and Alex, you may have seen some other things here to contradict me, but I think I played the only, the most Silver Age team that existed in the field as far as the main force goes. Um, I played Unibind, Convention Lockjaw, Skyscraper Wonder Woman, and AI Groot with the Carnage Symbiote. Uh, I had four IDs. I had Superman with J-O-U-O-10, or I'm sorry, L-O-18 Superman, Jean Grey with X-D-P-S, Chase Jean Grey, Black Widow with Chase Black Widow, and Wonder Woman with Chase uh, Wonder Woman from Harley Quinn, and Defend Wonder Woman from uh, the Wonder Woman 80 set. Um, so I ended up going 3-2 and two on the day as well. My Both of my losses were to Thanos and uh, I said that was be only because we all couldn't play Thanos um, but uh, it was pretty cool my uni never got popped um, and my lockjaw died more so than anything and that was what uh, was my downfall I couldn't keep lockjaw alive the thing that takes six hits to KO Got hit six times every game, almost. Um, Those fire tokens, right? Yeah, it was fire tokens. That was the worst part. I mean, you need to get around the fire tokens because he can pick invincible before implying the fire tokens. Um, so that was the that was the roughest part for me. Um, And probably why the two and I lost map to the Thanos both times. Yes, I did. Um. Because we played on the Realm of Death map. Yeah, I lost the map to Thanos both times. That was unfortunate. I mean, I had a retail in our top four uh, that just missed. Like, three theme probs, I couldn't roll a six. Um, not that that this would a was This was great, right? Uh, no, this was Skyscraper Wonder Woman got to retail. So I made our 12 attack. I had a line. I actually had to call out an ID. Um, I called out Black Widow to go running shuttle wall and then I had to call out the recruit to punch a wall and then uh, Black the uh, Skyscraper Wonder Woman came in and needed to, uh, a roll a 6 to KO Molecule Man mm. and she just missed like there was no I rolled one 9 that I got probed out of so if it had been a 10 you know uh, Black Widow's dice trait would have came into play Um, nope, no correction, it wouldn't because Black Widow's dice thing is only for standard characters but um, yeah, so there was not even a chance of that, so one nine and then the rest were like below a six Um, bunch of fives so um, that kind of ended my run at the end of the day, Um, Carnage Symbiote did what it was supposed to do, it was really nice being able to heal up Uni by KOing Pogs And getting points with dual targets and pulse wave and all kinds of stuff, Um, it uh, it made me miss um, what could have been. um, Maybe had COVID not happened, Um, but uh, you know, Black Widow was a great call in. She they never even tried to attack her, Um, so it uh, it was really good. It was really cool. Um. so we ended up top four right? we got a bunch of prizing for that so it was pretty sweet um, our friends from Kentucky and plus Jackson won so Chris Cottrell, Randy Carter and Jackson Smith won the team event became uh, 3v3 champions so that was really cool for them um, so congrats to those guys um, any other major takeaways from the 3v3 that you guys that you guys had or any other major like cool plays that you pulled off
3: I mean I, I enjoyed being able to shoot over barrier and then just erase it all for free and then send Tyrant in with Moloid to do his quick exploit
2: right that's, fun. that's not
3: really a unique trick that's just a trick that, that works with them
2: <laughs> it's a really fun trick right there's not so many thanos tricks like that so i, w- I went and face through some walls and then mind control some people
3: <laughs> yeah well i like another trick that is also known the orange proteus retelling and then generating barrier around someone and they like a thanos they can't phase away because he t- takes away their improved movement and i got to do that against somebody and he said well i'll just then shoot orange proteus and because i'm on otherworld castle's outdoor map he does and killed orange proteus so it's a very short-lived trick but it worked <laughs> oh he just ko'd it you mean yeah he just ko'd it then phased away afterwards so i missed right. my shape change on orange proteus gotcha and it was it was it was neat getting to tell him you can't phase first because i take where you improved movement and then he just killed him. right Oof.
0: yeah that makes uh that makes for it but it's but if you'd hit the shape change boy it would have felt a lot better
3: then yeah then Thanos would have been stuck that's
0: right that's right um
3: just got to roll out
0: yeah he's got to roll in fives <laughs> and sixes the bane to my
3: weekend the rollouts
0: right um so the other uh i don't know the other thing that i thought was just was really cool is that man groot felt just as powerful as he always had um, you played Groot on Sunday, right, TJ? Because you, you were
2: playing the same thing I played, right? Yeah, we, our team was basically the same on Sunday. I've had Groot and uh, Skyscript 1 on my team then. Right. Yeah, Groot felt really good. Uh Wonder Woman felt
0: just as amazing as ever. Um, you know, her breakthrough blocking, her retal, all of it was, was really amazing. Yeah. Um, So I mean she felt like she felt like she was just as good as any modern piece out there Um, and of course Groot did too Um, which is crazy to think that like Skyscraper Wonder Woman came out in 2017 so she's nearing five years old and feels just as good as ever It feels like if she came out today she might even be costed higher than what she is right now
2: I can definitely see that
0: yeah, it feels like she would probably get an 11 attack and be costed at like 25 points. Uh, but then Sunday, uh, we went in and um, I did, I had a buy, So I got straight to the top 16 uh, where we played one round of Swiss and went to the top eight. Um, and then, but Caleb um, and TJ had to play through and um caleb why don't you start out to talk about what you played um why you played it someone how your some of your matches went um caleb also was streamed on the Clips off youtube as well
3: Yep. so going into that i had three well i, I started out with just two types that i wanted to either come with a thanos team or a monster team uh, and then pj recommended the soldier team and i thought man that soldier team can really Really, KO a Thanos barring a senses roll, they can just chew through a very um, hard to kill figure that will be popular. Um, so, what was soldier team? It was a plus seven. Uh, it was a uh, the Captain America Samantha Cap that gives the plus three to movement. The that can call in after being carried. Um, the Green Lantern super rare um, at fifty from Wonder Woman eighty that makes the Green uh, mitt construct. Um, Captain Marvel Prime. I played three of the foot elite boomerangs uh, and uh, a for the retail the pim particle tank uh, as guardian shield uh, iceberg the uh, iceberg lounge bonus uh, green arrow ID Superman ID magneto the um, wanted poster ID the flash ID and Cyclops ID um, and I played the maps. Uh, I brought Iceberg Lounge and Glen Grove as the options. Um, with the Green Lantern generating construct, then can carry, and then the ma- the Mit gets KO. That's how the Boomerangs got their free attacks. Um, then I also had the. This was a night before, even though Dan tried to convince me two weeks before to add the Green Oracle that Green Lantern can switch into for free. Um, and then I had the Ultra Chase Peggy Carter for Captain America to, for her, um, or whatever that trait's called. Um, the, uh, bring
0: the... Living Legend. the Living legends. yeah. So, it was funny in this case, right? Like, so, TJ and I had talked a lot about how to counter soldiers, um, but we also shared that information with Caleb on how to better his soldier team um and like i told him like you just switch the green lantern into green oracle and it's just one more movement and it's just better and he's like i don't know about all that and it's like but that's how you KO the mitt and stuff it's just how it works and we luckily howard had one for sale in the store um but uh, we had to convince you of that, Caleb. I still don't know the... I went to sleep, and I still don't know how y'all drunkenly came around to playing the Asgard Shield. Um, mind you sharing how you reached that
3: conclusion. Yeah, so the other the initial team I had, I had six IDs, and it was a Beast, the student Beast, and it brought me to 299, and so I was trying to figure out... First, we tried to figure out how to add on the Emotional Modifier, but that required a getting rid of a big ID or a map bonus. Um, and I figured that having little penguins to steal objects was kind of important. Um, so decided that the that the um, emotion modifier wasn't going to happen. And so then we kind of tinkered around with, well, what else can we fit on the team that might work? And with Captain Marvell using his protecting, you know, the trait that allows him to protect, um, I could uh, give him a 20 defense from range and then perplex it up to a 21 or sit in hindering for a 21.
0: So um, the, just to add, yeah, the hindering terrain bonus doesn't work.
3: To be sitting in terrain when someone range attacks you, right? Because you become the target. It don't draw a line of fire to you. Um, oh, okay.
0: So it it didn't matter just and just to be clear, it didn't matter in your Brian matchup because he rolled an eleven. So
3: yes, that was the one. I oh, yep, that was my. Oh no, probs needing an eleven. From Venom Magneto to KO Captain Marvel was rough. Right, because otherwise, if it could,
0: because Captain Marvel has stealth, you could and pop, regen. You could well, you could pop into stealth, right, and say, "Well, now you can't yes. target me." But he becomes the target, so it's just like energy explosion. You don't draw a line of fire, so um, right. But Brian rolled the eleven, so it didn't really matter.
3: Rolled an eleven, and yeah, um, but the team—it's good. Uh, I. I realized after um, some coaching from PJ, after the fact that Flash, the super rare double charge Flash, can use the tank and KO Blackheart in one turn versus me trying to chew through a Blackheart with my range based team, and it never worked both times I faced a Blackheart. Right. Yeah. But it did work against a Thanos team. I beat the Thanos guy in, I think, three turns. Yeah, it was really quick. So it did. It did its job against Thanos.
0: Right. Yeah, and that was cool. And that was cool to see that you did that. So you ended up two and three on the day. Um, you ended up with some a little bit of bad luck there on some of the rollout or some of the rolls and that sort of thing. But uh, overall, do you? But I had a lot
3: of points. I had twelve hundred something points,
0: even though I went two and three. That's right. You were the highest points of any the person who didn't make cut. Yeah. Um, so you got the worst luck award.
3: Um, what all did you walk away with the worst luck award? So the worst luck award was, it made it all worth it. Um, I got a factory set of the Wonder Woman 80, uh, which was nice. I, there's a couple of pieces I did not have yet from there. Uh, and then I got the full fantastic four OP kit with all the legacy cards and whatever other figures, the fantastic four figures that came with it. Um, and then I got both of the maps that were winnable there. Um, one of which was, uh, the Black Panther, uh, but the locker room from Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. uh, that Scott Porter was in. And then I got some LEs. I got the Harley Quinn LE, uh, the rock dice and rock sleeves. Yeah. And that was all from just having bad luck. Yeah,
0: that softens the blow a little bit, and so I appreciate you streaming, letting me stream you, uh, it was a little bit different for the weekend um, than all of the Thanos and
3: Unimind they got to see Blade. Um Yeah, it was nice getting to sit there and not have to move my pieces off to yeah, different tables. That was the biggest thing about streaming,
0: you don't have to move,
3: <laughs> but plus I enjoy
0: streaming. Um, and I would say the other biggest thing, you weren't going to play Green Glow Cemetery, um, but then we reminded you that Iceberg Lounge has a spot in the middle of the elevated that Thanos can shoot out in Phase 6 into, 2, um, mm-hmm. which makes it very difficult to try to shoot him because you can't tank yes. up there
3: either. You can't tank. You have to shoot through the walls and then mind, be mind-controlled several times before you can even get to Thanos and even at that you're only doing maybe two attacks so
0: That's right. probably
3: not getting uh, Thanos in that matchup. No and he can go so far I mean
0: like you can't retreat far enough like he can get all the way to like 18 so you're going across the map and then you can't really get across back across the map that quickly uh, to <laughs> score the rest of his team so that, that becomes a pretty difficult matchup um, if you, if you don't if you don't do that um uh tj talk about your singles team what did you play and you made a couple of slight differences from what i played um can you tell us why you wanted to make those changes and do you think that they worked out
2: um so yeah i played uh, the legacy thanos um groot flora um sky server Wonder woman uh alchemical fire molecule man and the spin ring But I added the Pim tank onto my team, because I thought that would help me in my Fantastic Four matchups. You have to play against Fantastic Four to have that benefit though. (laughs) Um, So I did not get to reap the rewards there. Um, It did work out against some monsters. So I think that it worked about 50% of the time, which is about as good as you can expect from the tank. Right. Uh, and, and then the ID cards, I still had uh, Beast, uh, I had Black Panther, but I only had the 25-point option. Uh, then I had Black Widow, and I can't remember the other Super, two, I think. Superman. Superman, and...
0: You added, you added, you kept Colossus.
2: I kept Colossus that day, yes, right. I thought the retail will be beneficial. <sighs> um it never came into play i basically my strategy with thanos is to just not have points on the board uh i'll had 88 scoreable points unless i tanked or called things in um, unless you killed thanos um however i did tank probably one too many times that day and it uh, cost me i also ended up two and three but with not a lot of points right yeah.
3: yeah that's the one the one of the few bad things the tank is it does cost 50 points if you use it that's fairly easy to kill
0: right
2: yeah definitely uh it worked out uh, one time great another time not very good at all and then the third time it was kind of didn't change the game
0: makes sense the, the one
2: game it's it in the corner and it didn't do anything the whole game because i didn't want to risk it
0: yeah that totally makes sense
2: yeah um so go ahead uh, so the tweaks that they they helped and hurt but uh i probably would just leave the tank off next time
0: right because yep. you were at 298 right yeah
2: ended up at 298 right. so you could have went
0: with a second floor or something like that yeah um so yeah the uh for me um i just didn't like the tank if you could mind control drop the tank still um that would just be chef's kiss but um can't do that anymore so but i tell you that was how concerned as thanos players we were about soldiers is that on your team you had two counters that you could possibly employ versus soldiers um but that was really what black panther was for because the inspiration was is barrier smoke cloud and stealth so the idea is to barrier in smoke cloud in or call him in barrier smoke cloud and then prevent them from coming over to alpha your team like, understand that you're going to lose Groot, Skyscraper, and uh, Flora. Um, but for the most part, right, you're going to have to try to save the rest of your team. Um, and that's how worried we were about Soldiers. Because um, I think it's a really good team. I think it's possibly even maybe the... I, it's hard to say if it's the best. Um, but it is a very strong team. Um
3: if you, then, if you play
0: it right it's a very good team right um, <laughs> and I, I don't think here's the thing Caleb I, I sat there and watched you all day of course and I was talking back and forth with PJ and um, whatnot. not but um, I, I don't think you played it wrong I definitely think you could have played it better um, because you certainly had the when you win you just win you had definitely had those situations worked out. Um, but uh, it was a little bit some of those intricacies. Like, I saw the flash play on the black heart, and I was just, it was, just, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a flash. Why is he not calling out flash? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? I was like, you could also have KO'd, um, you could have also, like, got Sky Tyrant and, I think, Blackheart that play, you or that turn, mm-hmm. you could also definitely have gotten... Yeah, you could have definitely gotten Blackheart and Sky Tyrant um, and maybe
3: even Venom Magneto um, that particular turn. But, um... Of oh, that, because getting both Sky Tyrant and Blackheart only takes Flash ID and one Boomerang. I saw right. two Boomerang effects after that. That's right, yeah. So,
0: um yeah you know but here's the thing right we had just came off of i mean at least tj and i just came off of a huge modern event at pj's two weeks prior um and there hasn't been a lot of silver practice online right Mm -hmm. we've done a lot of modern practice because i was definitely prepping for pj's event a lot and um you know just played a few silver games and some of the stuff that we had even practiced with Silver Online wasn't wasn't the stuff that we saw. You know. Right. So you know, it 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 just turned out to be maybe not the right kind of prep for the field, right? So we had to kinda I think all three of us just kinda had to rely on our experience to to make it through. Were you gonna say something, T J?
2: Oh no, I was just going to agree. It was not the field that I expected to see at all. Right. Well, um, I mean,
1: there's no way. There was no way to predict what the field was going to be.
0: Well, I there's mean, we no we, we weren't we didn't we were going to know for sure, but we know we had to make some sort of prediction, you
2: know.
1: Yeah. I, I mean. I would, go ahead. Go ahead. DJ. No, no, go ahead. DJ.
2: Now, I was going to say, I would have predicted there would be more than one Goblin King in the field and definitely would have thought that it would have took me and Dan convincing Lucas to play it the night before. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's funny. No, Lucas
2: I, Lucas Tom Van Hollen
0: was the only Goblin King in the field of 30-something. And um, he wasn't going to play it until the night before. That was funny. And he ended that up doesn't, making top eight. That
1: doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all, though. Like, uh, you guys in our in our team chat has been hyping up full point Gobby, and I do not think he's like I think getting to top eight with Gobby was probably a majority more on Lucas's capabilities than actual Gobberkin. I just don't think he's in, like nearly as good as he used to be. In my opinion. I mean we only saw one of them and he made top page, sure, but still. It's just uh I didn't think he was gonna make that big of a impact and lo and behold he he really did it. So I'm not I'm not surprised. But that's just me.
0: Yeah. Well it is, is what it is, I guess, on that front. Um but, but yeah,
1: I, I, I One thing I want to say, though, is uh, going into this event, I think I think this event was probably one of the most uh, Wild Wild West type of meta. Really, we just had no idea what to expect, because this was the first major event there was uh, first ones with all the IDs first major, major silver event and you know, all the little events that you might see that are silver, people kind of try things out but maybe not necessarily bring their A-game into some of the tournaments. And so for me, uh, I was eager to see what actually came to play. Because I I thought it was mostly going to be modern with a little bit of silver, and I was kind of right but kind of not. There was definitely a good mixture. so.
0: yeah and so I would say while you're sitting there thinking about Alex so you can just go ahead and like just soak it in just take it because you get a big congratulations for suggesting the spin ring on our Thanos team Uh (laughs) Um, because we originally want to play Franklin and I was like oh it's Franklin you know it makes sense looks good and Alex was like why don't you just play another Wonder Woman and the spin ring and I'm like that is a fantastic idea um, and it ended up saving me my second game or saving me my top 16 game so I ended up making it into the top 16 uh, because of my buy from the event last year um, I was the only one of the four or only one of the five that did not earn their buy using Thanos, thank you very much um, the other four had all earned their buys winning with Thanos um, I did not <clears throat> yep. we're not going to mention the fact that he was not around at that time but uh... so <clears throat> in the top 16 I got paired against Matt Esbrook so I played TJ's team or the team that TJ played but I had a second Skyscraper Wonder Woman and I had the Chase Battleworld Black Panther uh, which was the only Black Panther that I used <laughs> in my four rounds that I played um But i played um against uh, matt esbrook in the top 16. uh thanos phasing and calling in id cards is really cool um and it helps a whole lot against those invisible women um but uh the only thing i didn't realize was that three clicks in the invisible woman has shape change and i was like all just set up for the ko and Matt was like, uh, "Can I roll my shape change?" And like I was too sun to speak. And he like asked asked me after the event. He was like, or after the round, he was like, "Were you going to let me roll my shape change?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I was. I, I I did, but I just totally didn't know that you had it." Um. So he missed it, thankfully. But uh, a widow's recruit, a widow popped uh, popped Invisible Woman for three. Uh, then the recruit popped her for three and then um, poisoned her to death uh, from there. Of course, you know, Widow had stripped the powers from her dial and such. Um, And then I mopped up the other Invisible Woman the next round. So I made it on the top eight from there um, where I played uh, Michael Holloway, the winner of the Scott Crampton, or Scott Porter versus the World event Um, and he was playing the Thanos, uh, Captain Marvel, Dark Phoenix, Groot version, so no barrier on his version of the team, um, and I was able to wound his Thanos pretty heavily um, with uh, a beast and placing barrier between between Thanos and Captain Marvel uh, to block that line of fire. Uh, So that was really huge. Beast chase off the ID was really huge Um, and then um, Michael you know kind of had burned some of his theme team probs early uh, and then he had a miss on his Dark Phoenix retail uh, and then the next turn after that um, I mopped up his Thanos with his Dark Phoenix Uh, but what I did like is that he put the Remaker ring on Thanos which just deters you from wanting to attack him just a little bit more which is a bit scary um uh, then top four um i had a bit of luck versus uh isaac um, berkowitz and i won map versus his monster team which sounds like i would have had a blowout against him but um it wasn't. It came down to 265 to 270 point win. Uh, he sc- he scored my beast that I called in. Um, which my beast did not um, roll higher than a 3 on blades at all. Anytime I called him in, only a 3. Um, which was a bit sad. Um, so... Um, Isaac was able to outwit the, and I didn't uh, do the rally die I didn't even think about the rally die so he could have had Power Cosmic maybe, I don't know Um, but I didn't keep track of that so I was just inexperienced with Beast there Um, and I guess he could have had Power Cosmic but um, I didn't know, Isaac outwitted his defense, tagged him for 3 Uh, and then flurried him with a walking wood, rolling a nine on the last click, uh, which could not be probed, um, because I was out of probs, he was out of probs. I didn't have a line of fire for him, anybody else. And, um, my my beast got KO'd. So that put a lot of pressure on me to finish out the game. Um, my Wonder Woman did get to retail. Um, it KO'd, um... I think it just ko. It didn't ko any ko anything on the retail, but I did get a um, carnage out of the deal, and um, the opening mind control was really what set the tempo in my flavor favor. But it really had come down to the Frognir near um, was not uh, placed on the map, and the ruling that weekend and in general is if you don't place it on the map you don't give your champ- opponent a chance to score it which meant um, I scored it so we were tied other than that uh, but the Frogner saved the day um, so I made it to finals um, Scott Crampton uh, was playing in, uh, a different version of Thanos he was playing Thanos Molecule Man Groot captain marvell um and i think i really had a really good commanding command of the match to start out with um my op- he won map destroyed my chemical fire but my opening mind control ko'd his molecule man my next turn i was able to ko or re- retail um and ko his um Groot and Then the next turn after that i was able to ko his captain Marvel and his remaining walking wood um and then so he was mopping up some of my things i mean you know, one of my skyscrapers went down um and then the next turn after that my molecule man went down um after my beast missed a six twice um yeah i had thanos's prob and beast prob and i rolled a five both times so yeah that was a little bit unfortunate um and then scott mind controlled my thanos um and i he crit hit my own widow's recruit and Skyscraper Wonder Woman Um, so in the grand scheme of things the math had worked out a little bit more for Scott Um, you know I think if I had had you know I don't know because I still had a Walking Wood on the board and I still had I was out of IDs um, but I had a Walking Wood set up Thanos set up and I just ran out of time uh, I think to be able to get the rest of Thanos done. But that miss with Beast destroyed my tempo at that point. Um, so, congrats to Scott for winning. Um, you know, everything, all my games were streamed on the off YouTube if y'all want to go back and watch. So, Scott was a fantastic opponent to play against. And, you know, I think uh, if, if I had a few different roles go my way, uh, you know, I might be able to. Um, been able to win. Um, seal the deal. Seal the deal. But um, I, I guess I'm allowed to say what I won now, right, Alex? Which which I get to choose.
1: Well, I mean, it, I mean, I assume Scott was going to choose what he wanted, and then you get whatever's left over right, right. Yeah. So Scott. He, I don't know. He yeah. Could've, he he could have done that that night yeah he
0: could have but I mean my understanding he messaged Howard and Scott's going to choose the pog and so I'm going to get to do the legacy card um which is I I can't describe how just badass that is right for for getting second place I get to choose a legacy card that's super super duper exciting um so no asking me what I'm going to choose um because so, i can't tell you now um so but we can take bets on it though right uh, you can i guess if you want to start buying all of the old hero clicks ever um, yeah
1: everybody start buying up those condiment kings <laughs> gosh
0: no way oh gosh
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so you know tons of pricing. i walked out with that um
1: Right, let me ask you this let me ask, just yeah. in general what do you what do you think could be the absolute worst figure to suggest for a legacy card um like what is one that just like either would just make everyone mad or it's just a terrible figure why would you waste it on that but that I'm curious what everyone's opinion would be
0: yeah I don't know Caleb TJ what do y'all think
2: so I know
3: one that they would say a hard no to would be Felix Faust who wants that back ever.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I could see that. Okay. I could see that that'd be pretty okay, so spice it, spice it. it
0: would be so but how about answering the question this way? One that they would likely say yes to, but everyone would be mad about because you picked like an awful figure.
3: Awful as in like broken or awful as in like not good?
0: yes the second way not good
3: not good
1: like what's a what's a fairly recent i mean you don't have to go back to hyper time let's say like a decently far back but like what's just a terrible figure that when you think about it you're like oh why did i have to play him or why was he available to play
3: well i guess one for that first that comes to mind is a two by two uh Puff the Dragon from XDPS that's going to be rotating soon. I would hate for that guy to get a legacy card. That's Uh, that's
0: a good one.
2: I like uh, that. There's also uh, Son of the Serpent. That was from the first set I played in, Avengers Assemble. Oh, yes. He's the only one with the
0: Son of Serpent keyword in the game. Yes.
1: All right, so I have two suggestions. One... Pick one of the stupid chases from Nick Fury, which was all the vehicles. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I picked the the Thanos throne or the spa- the Shield space rig. <laughs> like, I want one of those to come back, please.
0: Well, now or, the sky cycle, the sky cycle was OP. So
1: the space rig wasn't bad either, because uh, it gave you you could put that with uh, balls of fury, I think, to give them like sidestep and move them around a little bit. It wasn't great, but it wasn't. Bad. Yeah, it wouldn't. Um, but we know deep down what you're choosing, like hundred percent. And uh, I'm gonna—you uh, don't have to say it, Dan, but everyone knows that clearly. It's Golden Skull, one hundred percent. You're just bringing Golden Skull back for some reason. Oh, I don't that's, know why.
0: That's Tyler's favorite figure
1: yeah well that it's a a homage to tyler i think is why you would do that
0: right yeah i'm just gonna save that for let let tyler pick that for whenever he wins um this event so
1: i do like i do like that you suggested to him in chat that you were going to do a legacy card for his juggernaut in house of x
0: and he said (laughs) he said you better not (laughs)
1: <laughs> just to make it just to make it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, just to redo it and make it better. Um that would be I I I think that would probably be the most offensive thing that you could pick to at least one person, right? Is to pick their world's figure, right? And um yeah. Like uh Yeah, I, th-
1: I think that's true, yeah. You, uh, you if you picked any of them, I think you would uh well, I don't know. I mean, if you were like paying homage to the person or something, right, that might be different. Right?
0: That's a little bit different, right? Like, I think like Ben Crawler would be a cool one to pick. Um, yeah. You know, you know, I don't, I don't think Ben would get offended, but um, yeah. But if you were to pick, like, say, Beta Ray Bill, and say, just make it worse, Pat might be mad.
1: <laughs> just make it worse.
0: Yeah. Just tell him make it worse, please. <laughs>
3: Um, oh, man. But,
0: uh, all right, so now, we.
3: We haven't had a legacy card with someone who came with an item yet. Beta Ray Bill, would the question. Was no, we did. we
0: did. We did. Mm-hmm. They didn't come with it.
1: Oh, yeah, we got, like, Pile Driver or something. No, it wasn't oh, Pile
0: Driver. It was the other one Thunderball. Thunderball.
1: Thunderball. Yeah, probably. one of those.
0: Yeah. So, he yeah, just it, didn't come it, with it. it.
1: Yep. Um, are, are we, are you done talking about your individual teams?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do you want to cover about the event before we head into questions?
1: Oh, I definitely want to, unless it's talked about in questions, I definitely want to get your guys' take on, this is the first Silver Age major tournament. It has ID cards, which came in uh, with some animosity. Uh, so I wanted to get your guys' opinion on how, like the first silver age tournament really felt to you guys it was it's a, a new alternate format so how did heal
3: well i'll i'll go first i think that id cards help thanos uh is reigning him in as far as being able to beat him
1: caleb you had to be scared i thought you were gonna say it it helps thanos a lot and no, i was gonna no. be like no
3: no i mean it- it kind of does both because he can call in some big heavy hitters, but when you're able to call in a Green Arrow or a Beast, Black Widow, I mean, those are all really good counters to Thanos. Yeah. And you don't have to main board them; you can just bring them in for a turn and hopefully roll good on blades or. Sorry, Dan. Um,
0: yeah, I didn't.
3: Who Thanos? Because <laughs> okay. who wants to main force a a beast? chase when you can just pay three points to bring him in for a turn and I mean
1: we're, I feel like we're still obviously scratching the surface when it comes to Silver Age it takes it takes a few months to really I feel like hone in a new meta like anytime we get a new set it takes at least a month or two and we didn't really get that long of a time for when IDs were legal and then we lost some IDs but there wasn't exactly a ton of time to let everything settle in Silver Age before the big tournament happened.
2: Yeah, I was actually really negative on the ID cards in the beginning, but after playing in the with it at all, I think it's fine. I think they add so much more diversity to what's going on now.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. So it it was a. I think the meta changed enough to that ID cards became spice uh, rather than a way to build around. So, a necessity. A necessity, right? Because a lot of teams back when they were legal, right? You had Kobic, right? That, you know, I mean, Caleb played Kobic a lot. And it was a bounce in and out, right? It was calling the ID, do a bunch, bounce back, bounce in, bounce back. And if you bounced in and bounced out the right way, The other team couldn't respond well now teams have so many different ways to respond just on the main force that one little call in doesn't disable an entire team like it used to
1: yeah yeah there definitely weren't uh many if any uh id only battery teams like we used to see we like you said the kobic teams the the beefier teams where your idea was just either the, the id yo-yo or that was your thing you you played like six ids and that was your main focus of your main damage was that we didn't see many of that there may have been some that utilized the ids as additional damage but not many that relied on it solely as its only damage
0: that's right yeah
1: and I think that's almost kind of like what what IDs were originally intended. Like, I don't feel like they intended them to be like, oh, yes, this is all of your damage. Like, you're only going to ever call in IDs. It's almost as if this is what IDs were intended to be, and it's just the meta couldn't really handle it at the time. And so now Silver Age, because it is faster, because you have the, the reach to go across the map, without them it makes it where okay it's 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 tolerable it's it's perfectly i honestly after this weekend i feel perfectly fine with ids i i was a little bit on the fence i was cautious and that doesn't mean all ids i still think there there's room to look at different ids and see if they are problematic in the future Mm -hmm. uh you know superman pretty strong uh I don't know. I don't know if there's... Were there any problematic IDs or any that you saw that were... I,
0: I don't I don't everywhere? think so, right? right. I mean, I think everything gave, you know, somebody a chance to respond, right? You know, there was no figure that we forgot about. There was a Superman that they were calling out that was pretty good, but, like, it wasn't the um, JLU one either. They were calling out the BTAS... Rare one, I guess. No, it's the boxing ring
1: one's legal. Was it the was boxing ring one? Boxing no, ring?
2: uh,
0: that thing surprised me. Yeah, there was some other Superman that folks were calling in that was able to attack twice, but I mean, it wasn't even that big a deal, really.
2: Yeah, yeah the, the same Superman can attack, uh, twice, he just had to play with the upper dial, right. can
3: the robot? He can do a oh
0: the 95 point. He can't 95. I guess right. Yep. He can make a. I didn't even. Yeah. See. So. So some of the stuff hadn't even been explored because I didn't even look at him at 95 points to be honest. So he can do a little penetrating damage attack. Ranged one as well. Hmm. That's neat.
1: Yeah, I think Silver Age. I think it's a perfectly fine format i think it's it's one that's just going to keep growing i think that's something that people have to remember is that it is going to just keep growing it it's like golden age if golden age started four years ago like you know what i mean like golden age has had 20 years or however many oreo base so 15 years
0: right bronze age is back 11 years but yeah
1: yeah, so it, it it has that amount of figures. That's why it's just so insane. But Silver Age doesn't have that yet. But that doesn't mean it won't get there eventually. Uh, probably not the same level of insaneness, but uh, it, it, it's a very interesting start. A very optimistic-looking start to it. And we don't really have any other Silver Age major tournaments to planned. I mean, that was the Nationals, so... Right. outside of smaller rock events or regionals or something right we just have to assume there's going to be a silver Age world right
0: yep you got it um but yeah no I think uh anything you know, so Alex from your perspective what was your like favorite part of the weekend right you didn't get to play you had to judge and stream all weekend and stuff and
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: what uh what was your favorite part?
1: See, it was it was absolutely cool that Porter was there. Uh, not gonna sugarcoat that at all. Super great guy. Uh, really big into. I mean, very supportive of the event. Obviously, it means a lot to him. And and, but it wasn't one where like he He everything you see genuinely on TV is how he is genuinely. Like, it is one hundred percent. That is how he is. He is very energetic about. Comics about the game. It isn't just a show for uh, the the T the TV. It, it's it's legitimate. He's big about it. He's big about the cause. And so it was really cool seeing him in person and finally getting to talk to him in person. And I thought it was great that he did really well in, the, in his tournament, the the Scott Porter Invitational, uh, because I, I was telling him about it. It's like I think this is great for you because you know people like to give him crap on the the videos because you know he talks about you know the last time i played was forever ago or you know competitively and you know people do give him crap on there because they're like well what do you know about figures or whatever you haven't played in forever so uh it's good that uh, i'm happy that he was actually like able to play and do well and the event went much better than i anticipated i was worried that you know going into it there wasn't a lot of hype there wasn't a lot of and that was well deserved because you know the weekend wasn't the best weekend to choose but all in all i I mean i think it was very successful i think the auction was great i thought adding in a second auction and then the in-person auction you guys left right didn't you leave before the auction
0: yeah we left to go get our full 10 hours of sleep before saturday
1: yeah you guys missed a very action-packed like in-person auction it it didn't it was if everyone had been there like the whole crowd i think it would have been even better Uh, i think one of the things you might see next year is not just like obviously the auction is full of great figures but i think you'll see a lot more um I won't say joke prizing, but you know, there's always those charity prizing that's uh, like, you're basically donating money for something funny, but it's just an excuse for you to donate money. You Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like we had a thing where it's like Scott uh, Scott Porter was going to be able to sign Scott Crampton's head or something like we had that as an auction item and it actually went for a decent amount of money. Um, those type of things. I, I think it, like the PJ donating his time to to do coaching. like I think those are the things that outside of the awesome figures that people would really enjoy. And so I think that's what will make the auction grow even further and just make the whole weekend grow further. So I, I think um, if I were to talk more about the weekend, I think having Lucky Dice was fine. I, I think it was... Uh, very well managed from that standpoint we didn't really have a lot of slowdowns as far as tournament goes outside of literally waiting for players to show up Um, i think that was really the only reason we had a lot of shutdowns outside of i think we had some issues with the printer at some point
0: yeah but that was on thursday so that was fixed pretty quickly
1: yeah we had a little bit of issue with that but other than that i feel like it was you know run pretty well Uh, i think All we're going to do from it is just grow and uh, make it better and better and listen to the community and see, hey, what does everybody want to play? Because we had a lot of people that were very excited and some that wished they could come down. So, yeah, I think it was great. I I think Silver Age is here to stay. I think out of the – I mean – i assume you have questions regarding thanos we have really tiptoed around oh my gosh
0: yes we do so um yeah i mean let's just get into the questions but no i appreciate that alex i mean and again like uh um uh caleb the have you been to caleb or tj y'all hadn't been to lucky dice before right
3: i was there one year that's right that's right there only
0: right and tj was your first time right
2: yeah, that was the first time I'd been down there or to Rock Cup in general.
0: Right. Yeah. So I mean, lots of good food, lots of, lots of beer, lots of soda, lots of desserts. You know, they had the I forget the name of those cookies, but dang, they're really good. They're not Grandma's cookies level, but they're they're really good. They're not so, the
1: Otis Meyer, right?
0: That's what they were, like the Otis Spunkmeyer or whatever. Um. So. You know, lots of good stuff. We even, well, not uh, the four of us, but uh, with the uh, taxi crew, we went to the beer place next door, um, and that was really good, too. So, you know, I think it's about as close as you could get to having it in a hotel, um, you know, given the fact that Howard does have a rather large store. I think, we you know, a lot of people had plenty of space. Uh, there was plenty of more space to be had. Um, so it was probably as close as you could get to like the old hotel feel, um, you know. Given the caveat that it is Howard's store, and he's you know he is running the event, you know he is a businessman. Um, so. I think
1: the benefit, like the one thing Lucky Dice sets as a standard that unfortunately not a lot of other places can repl- replicate, but certain ones can, is the access to food. Um, being right. able to literally like you finish round two, you most likely have enough time to run and at least place your order. And then, like, while you're in the middle of playing three round three, your food will probably show up. Or, after round three, it'll show up. That flexibility, I think, is great as a player, because, one, it allows you to just keep the rounds going. Whereas I know with, like, being at Nationals, at Origins or something, I remember, like, There was a break, and it's like, or you're playing five rounds, six rounds. It's like, well, I got to make sure I have like a NutriGrain bar or like some snacks with me because I'm not going to be able to go get food and come back to play. I don't have enough time for that. So, I I, Worlds had a similar setup um, because you know they had the little food stores, the cafeteria or whatever that's right, right outside the thing. They weren't open though. On one of the days, I don't think. They open much later. But um, that's like a, a bar, I feel like, that's set that makes – elevates it. Is because I know – and, Dana, I, I remember you too. Like, it's – having a long day of Swiss, if you don't have easy access to food, you're just going to be hurting, even, like, halfway through Swiss. Right. You're just like, man, I wish I brought something to, like, munch on or to keep the nutrition going. And that's one of the benefits, I think, to Lucky Dice is that it, they have the food there. They'll bring it to you. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, taking all this time to order. You could just go put your order in, pay for it, and, you know, they'll bring it to you. That's right. And, that, and, a, and your opponent generally doesn't mind. It's like, here's your sandwich. And you're like, okay, thanks. Like, if it delays your turn, it's a big deal. But <laughs>
0: it's... Right, really, that really doesn't happen. Yeah. So... Alright, let's hop into some questions. So our first question comes to us from Clixonit and their continued reign of a slander versus Thanos. Um and their question was, Are you sick of playing Legacy Thanos yet? Um, no. TJ
2: No. I'm perfectly content to keep playing him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a very budget minded team. He's very um, you know, overall, right, he is 90 to to $100 with him in his card. But when you compare that to a Venom Magneto being $200, 250 300 $400, um, you know, I, I really like the budget-minded, uh, part of Legacy Thanos. I think that really helps out a lot of new players. Um, so William K. Holland, um, who gets constantly beat up on by TJ at his local store, uh, how do you develop as a better player in the land of legacy Thanos and monster teams? So this is probably a little bit, you know, transitioning to a modern uh, type question. Um,
1: uh, come on, bro, get good. Isn't that what we're supposed to say? No, that's yeah. what
0: other people would probably say, but not us. Oh,
1: my bad, my bad. my bad.
0: So, you know, it's tough, right? Because you just got to find... So what you have to be able to find is you have to find something that your play style something that you like to play, something that you learn to play. Um, Caleb, what do you think? I mean, you, you probably play some more of other things besides this, right?
3: Yeah, I've, I've gone, I mean, played Thanos. I think he's fun to play. Um, I I enjoy building teams to beat that. So I, I guess I'd compare it to Kobik. When Kobic first came out, it was everyone's using Kobic. So you either use Kobic or you use teams that can beat Kobik. Problem with that is, you build a team to beat Thanos. Can that team also beat other archetypes?
0: Right. Namely, know. namely, can it beat monsters? Right. Can your anti-monster team beat Thanos? Can it beat? Then you go into say, can it beat, say, X Men? Right.
3: Mm-hmm. And of course, there's different, you know, modern versus silver. I think silver age. um I I don't know. It, it's hard to say because if Thanos hits his super senses and you can't. Deal with his, his range and and get through barrier or his body blockers. It's hard to deal with them. Um, I don't know. I think he's fun to play. I think he's hard to beat, but I think he's beatable. And you know, we saw it as I think it's one of these questions pointed out that there was a lot of Thanos's in the main event, but only one of them I think, if I remember that right, made it into the top cut.
0: Yeah. That's right. So that was Scott Crampton's question. How many? Can you mention how many Thanos's were left after five rounds? And the fact that the people that the only people that really played him in the top cut were the people who had already had their buys. Yeah, only one Thanos made it out of Swiss. Um, yeah. So there were six out of the eighteen Thanos's, or six out of the eighteen teams, um, were Thanos in the top sixteen. Um, so and but then the other teams there was what five black hearts six Thanoses, five five black hearts
1: yeah unfortunately i did not get the full list of all the players like all the builds
0: uh you did you took pictures of them it's on facebook
1: no i did i did at the 16 i didn't of the full
0: oh the full thing yeah okay i got you
1: Yeah, because I don't know how many Thanos there were in Swiss. There may have only, I think there really only was a couple.
0: Right, well, there was Michael, there was um, Jalen and TJ, and then Mike Baker, and then the guy that um, Caleb faced. So I know a five offhand that I
2: saw. Yeah, I, I played against him three games in a row. Right, so, I was playing so you played against you played against Jalen
0: Mike Baker and did you what else and was, Alex
2: was the other guy's name
0: okay so that was six
1: yeah that, that sounds fine
2: yeah oh, so yeah, not one out of six so. yeah
0: that's really not that it's crazy a, yeah.
1: I mean okay let's be honest because I know you guys are a bunch of Thanos players. So obviously there is a little bit of a bias. Let's be perfectly honest, a tiny bit of bias. Yes, that seems like a lot of Thanoses. Cuz it is. A lot of Thanoses. Like just pure like like you said, Dan, very low cost of entry. You don't have to unless they're the field is flooded with them. It doesn't take a lot of skill to do well with him i mean that in like the nicest way possible um like if you if you get some really hot rolls you, you'd be rolling those sixes to get three gems pretty consistently you're probably gonna make top cut if you're lucky like even with with poor play you could probably make your way to a top, top cut.
0: Um, no i don't think so i don't think you can do it with a, with we've a...
1: seen we've seen it though
0: not with the poor play
1: uh, okay mediocre play let me up that to a mediocre from poor like like you said it, it it would it's a figure that allows newer players relatively newer players to probably make cuts they wouldn't have made before because one because of cost and two because the skills required to play him is pretty pretty low like right you guys are able to finesse more out of thanos to succeed more but to just make cuts you don't need that level of finesse you can deal with oh i'm just gonna shoot through everything mind control hit some stuff and hopefully roll out of things like if you play the most uh basic level thanos play you have a decent chance to succeed right Um, the other meta teams are significantly more complicated x-men swap out any swap out
0: so they're not really though no they're not i mean once you get the math down and like monster is not that complicated you you freaking perplex up and yeet out sky tyrant and then you hope you decimate the whole team on turn two
1: no that's not exactly how monster works uh monster does relic you monster can't. does rely on scare up a decent amount too, depending on the depending on the formation of monster. Right,
0: I get it. But you also send out Vol- venom Wolverine carrying Blackheart after you copy the Underworld, and then you make two attacks. You you know kill a guard. You do all this other shit like immediately on turn two, so it's all the same thing. It's all fairly low skill play, oh. right? Because you just go out there and you yeet things across the board turn two, right? And then you see what happens after that. The real skill comes in, what do you do with those teams and turn three and beyond? Um, And that's what separates being able to make a top cut and not being able to make a top cut.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, one thing I will say, um, to the point of Blackheart, Blackheart has kind of risen to the point where everyone, uh, I guess, feels like he's a counter to Thanos.
0: He because makes a lot. He he, gener, he generates a lot of attacks.
1: Right? Uh, did people just forget that Blackheart's just very, like not very good at silver? He has what? a lot of silver bullets in silver.
0: No, but how did he make? How did he make it through Swiss? Who? Blackheart. There was five Blackheart teams.
3: Was yeah, there? I I, I went in thinking Blackheart would not be as good. Actually, my one of my Monster team was Blackheart with um, Skytar and I decided against it because I thought uh, in practice he just kept dying. That's right. The ID yeah.
2: yeah. You got I it. think that. And there was a there was there,
0: the was a there was there was a there a Blackheart in top four. Now
1: really yeah. at the I posted. Where did I post In our group. Yeah. Our group, okay.
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what I saw the most is what from the past two events I've been to is that. All the Thanos's end up matched up against each other each other in rounds two, three, four. And so they knock each other out, so you only get one or two because they generally score around the same amount of points.
1: Okay, so if it's a if it's a Thanos blackheart team, I, I don't count that. Um because that's a Thanos team with a black heart. Uh let's see, so there is a Sky Tyrant team with a black heart. So that was Isaac. Yep. there's there's only is that top eight so there's technically three but really two in top eight because once again i don't count the thanos black two um that's just not it uh let's see ed didn't play him steven didn't play him i mean were there really that many i didn't see that many uh, Brian was playing the Sky to Ty- oh yeah, Brian was playing like everything meta team. Yeah. Like Mini Shredder, Blackheart, Sky Tyrant, Venom, Magneto. So that one'll count. Uh Jason Allen. Hey, let's let's give props to Jason Allen, by the way. Um fellow teammate here. Uh he came out of kind of the woodwork with his doppelganger team, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And did very well with it. It was Blackheart, but I feel like Doppelganger did a lot of the heavy lifting. Um,
2: yeah, he's saying a lot of praises on how good Doppelganger was for him.
1: Yeah. Uh, Aaron Tarbell was another Doppelganger Blackheart type team. Um, and then Anthony Baragon was playing Sky Tyrant, Blackheart, and uh, Bizarre Green Arrow
0: yeah. type team. So lots of Sky Tyrants and lots of Blackhearts.
1: Yeah, I just don't think Blackheart. I mean, Blackheart may have been the key thing, but it, I feel like it was more Sky Well, like, yep.
0: you, you so, didn't
1: see a lot. So let me say this: you didn't see a lot of Hellfire Club or mystical Blackheart teams.
0: So that's not really the point, though, Alex. Is that is there's just there's almost as many Blackhearts as there is Thanos's biases aside, the numbers don't lie.
1: But I don't think Blackheart was the reason these teams won. That's what I'm trying to say. It isn't like they built around Blackheart and he just carried the teams. I think Jason and Aaron's team, sure, Blackheart helped, but I think Doppelganger was the main thing. All these other monster teams, Sky Tyrant was the main thing because you can't focus on Blackheart if Sky Tyrant is still around.
0: Well, there I mean, then it home, just is there what were it is. Home, so, right, I'm, I just want to be I, clear: I, is that is that anyone that complains about Thanos, please say at the same time. Sky Tyrant, Blackheart, Molecule Man, at the same time.
1: I I disagree with that.
0: Yeah, but. it's a, it's absolutely the same thing. There is one yeah. there is one viable tentpole in all of current modern hero clicks, and uh-huh. everyone wants him to be changed so that we all just go back to Sky Tyrant and each other, because guaranteed as soon as you change thanos into unplayability is we just go back to we just go back to playing sky tyrant it's easy
1: (laughs) i don't know if i agree blackheart goes on my list
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, does. I agree,
1: Scott. I, I don't agree, molecule goes on that list, but I definitely agree, Sky Tyrant goes on that list. So I'm just so looking. Me, I'm just so looking at me,
0: what. I'm just looking at what's 125 points and higher in modern. There's 294 characters in modern, above 125 points, mm-hmm. and not a single one of them is playable. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's a fair uh thing to state i agree with you i agree with you him being the, yeah you
0: agree with me but you don't think it's a fair thing to say
1: well i mean there are play there are pieces that are have those higher points but they're clearly better played at the lower points
0: well that's Isn't fine
1: Black, does that doesn't blackheart have a higher point value he does
0: but you do not have to play him at 150 when you can play two of them at 75.
1: Right. I mean, that's what, I mean, to me, a tent pole is one that really only has that one click. But I, I get what you're saying. And I, let me ask you this. This might be a good question. WizKids looks at this tournament. I know you're going to say Thanos should not be watchlisted by any means. Is there anything else that should be watchlisted? Is there anything watchlistable currently? I, I don't think so. And is there anything that else that should we talked about IDs. Is there anything else that should be banned or updated for Silver Age?
0: I don't think so. Silver I, I... Age
1: is is a format that needs constant monitoring because like Golden Age or Bronze Age, there's a lot of things you just don't you don't think of the golden skulls. <laughs> you know, you don't think of those figures with unique right. interactions.
0: So what I would say is um if there's anything to add to the watch list in general, it is Molecule Man, Blackheart, Sky Tyrant, Thanos. If you take
2: any one of those four away, then it's wrong. Yeah, you have to do all four because otherwise the other three just wreck. That's right.
1: What would you what would you even change I'm not gonna ask all the changes. But the one that's sticking out to me most is that I don't know what, what do you do with Molecule Man?
0: You make a smoke cloud not free.
1: Because it's even Let's that just... Not all watch lists completely obliterate or ruin a figure. That would just completely obliterate and ruin a figure.
2: Well, you um, leave his uh, conversion as free.
0: Yeah, so he can get rid of opposing barrier and then he can power action barrier for 30 points so he can still get rid of opposing barrier which that's huge you can combine him with other characters that can do free smoke cloud but he just can't do it himself
1: anyway just a just a thought i mean people
0: and then and then i would say blackheart should be changed to an opposing character that was KO'd for him to do penetrating damage this whole sacking a guard and then uh, dealing penetrating damage that's way too powerful
1: but it goes against really what he's meant Like that's the main mechanic he's built around
0: I get it but it's a very powerful mechanic that's that I think that's what you're failing to acknowledge, is that it works. It works fine. But it's just way too powerful. Like if you're gonna say that Sky that Thanos being able to have improved targeting everything, or mind control for free, phasing for free, all this other stuff for free, as hundred and seventy-five points, then Blackheart being able to yeet one of his buddies, come over, smack you twice with a charge flurry. And then power action flurry you again that's way too much for only giving up 25 points that's 12 damage with one power action
1: i mean that, to be fair you to, to be fair you would have to be on click two to do the flurry one well,
0: good thing he heals up off his stop click when he kills one of his buddies
1: I know. I'm just saying, it's not like right out the gate he's sitting there flurrying you, hitting you four times. There has to be some interaction, and all he right. does give up points. The the thing I'm
0: all right. We got to get to Caleb's question. He's got to get out of here soon. So, um, Caleb, uh, would you have changed anything on the Foot Elite team after looking back at the event? Um,
3: so, the the Iceberg Lounge bonus was good. Um, I think it it forced me to use that map when maps like the HaHa High C N D Extended Start Zone would benefit. Um, Bystanders did good on stealing objects, but Thanos gets around them by mind-controlling then I can't retell on them. So, they were good, but I think that's something I could give up. Um, I definitely needed a trouble alert for misses. I didn't think that that would be missed, but it was, um, on the games I lost, missing more than once um and then just remembering that flash can kill a black card with the tank right would have saved both the monster teams i lost to would have been very much a different game
0: yeah i'm with you
3: well thanks so the changes would be not having iceberg Labs bonus and and maybe either another id or or, um an item and then in the new set would be
0: Sure. Then Captain Carter, right?
3: And yes, and Captain, yeah, the team, the team's gonna change. Um, I've, Captain Carter's a, a definite uh, addition. And Captain Marvell.
0: Um. Well, thanks for being on, Caleb. You can hop off whenever you want. Um, okay.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me,
0: guys. Yep. All right. So let's move on to a couple other questions. Um, John, Eric, Hafford. Um. I want to save your question for the next episode. So if you could remind us, if you could ask that again. Um, what whenever, was the question? About, about, the, about, about the upcoming legacy cards.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Yeah, so this is more of a Rock Cup recap. Um, and then um, Louis Reyes asked two questions. Uh, when do you predict World Woods kids will announce the date of Worlds? Uh, it has been, I don't know what... 10 days since we recorded before last, maybe almost two weeks. Uh, it is still too freaking late to announce Worlds. We also have dates coming up this weekend to register for events for Gen Con with no announcement.
1: We should probably talk about that real quick, right? Cause we don't they know what's... Post- their,
0: they, they posted nope. the events, but there's yeah, no but there's been a, no that, article.
1: I know, but that's big, though. Like, we... All of their events are out there currently sure they could add more but right now we see that there are four 16 person pods and winners go on into a final like that we know that is current the current plan based off of their posting and the uh, the, the events right so- and then
0: this weekend this Sunday at noon or 11 central they go up for registration
1: right. So people need to know this now. Right. So We may may not get an official
0: announcement. Right. So, Alex, if you're planning on going, you need to, one, get your ticket. Same to you, TJ. You need to get your ticket before Sunday and then have your plan in place to go register for these qualification pods.
1: And anybody that's worried about signing up, tickets to Gen Con are refundable through June. So uh, there's a date in June I think you could keep. You get a refund for your ticket. So if you you sign up for GenCon with only the intent to go to Nationals, and you're just not one of the 64 to play in modern Nationals, uh, then you could get a refund. From what I understand, you can. Yeah. So.
2: And I wonder how they're doing the because the original Rock announcement said that if you had 25 of the WKO points, you're qualified for Nationals.
1: Uh, yeah no WKO points I think that's listed on the event I remember it's either it may have been on the finals if I'm mistaken so maybe they're doing it for the actual national 16 point 16 person tournament I just remember seeing it listed somewhere on there either finals or the other one that says like no WKO points or something will be allowed or something
0: um I'm looking real quick
1: yeah pretty confident that was on
0: there us nationals qualifier um three rounds of so 300 point the qualifiers are 300 points modern 300 modern constructed three rounds of play top four players from each qualifier proceeds to the championship saturday um Mm -hmm. that doesn't say anything about rock points um wk wko points yep Those things, yes. Oh, they have a fan appreciation event on Friday.
1: Yeah, and they're they doing two X of Swords events. They're doing a bunch of BRs. So it, it, the X of we, Swords when,
0: events is the same time as the national championships. Uh, uh, no, so it says... So here's the thing. Players... Um, I don't think we've gotten a full announcement either. way, Alex. Uh, mm-hmm. Players oh. who... Qualified in a a HeroClix U.S. National Qualifier event, compete to play for their pace in the finals. Three hundred modern constructed, four rounds of single elimination, team sheet required.
1: Maybe it was in the finals one, but if all right, I'm gonna
0: go look at the final one right now.
1: Yeah, if it's not in there, then hey, maybe they are uh, could be used.
0: I'm gonna look at the finals. Uh, the know. top the top two US the top two Heroclix US National Championship finals players compete for the title of Heroclix US National Champion 300 point modern constructed one round of single elimination top team sheet okay. required so there's four okay. 16 pod 16 player pods so that'll be four 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 top 16 from the four pods go play four rounds of single elim And then the top two compete in another round, I guess.
1: I mean, that's obviously not ideal, but I mean, it's not Uh, terrible.
0: Well, it certainly could be better.
1: Yeah, it definitely could be better. But I mean, given that we're just now coming back from COVID and, you know, Gen Con still has certain requirements for vaccinations and... Masks and stuff. I mean, maybe there are only sixty-four players that make it. If and
0: you, you know, Howard just ran a event where you know it was normal. It felt great, and all the other stuff. Like I, yeah,
1: but the, there was only forty to fifty players there. But uh, once again, that was Mother's Day weekend, a terrible week planing and. You know, yeah, there's playing.
0: no. I mean, I I would expect there to be a full. I would what I would have expected would have been a full. Event from WizKids Kids, and I'm a little disappointed that it's not happening that way. So
1: I think just we gotta give it time, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's I don't think there's any devil's advocate that I'm going to allow you to get by with on this one.
1: Well, I mean, this is the first time we've had it at Gen Con in a long time. It is,
0: but all right. I mean, next question. So, uh, Louis Reyes, do you stay with Thanos Spider Fam without Green Proteus? Uh, so. In regards to the Road to Nationals, yes. Uh, road to Nationals starts this week for a lot of people as the online tournament with Bradcast is switching to uh, 300 modern post rotation Disney Plus legal. We do not know if House of X, uh, X of Swords will be legal in time for the event. I mean, we just don't know. It is likely, but we don't know. So, most everyone is going with the assumption that post rotation disney plus is going to be the nationals meta then we'll adjust for house x of swords from there um so yes uh oddly enough i do have my team already ready it is thanos spider pharaoh darcy marvella mary jane alchemical fire plus five theme team spider-man family um we'll and, see, we'll see how it and i'm
2: dittoing that team yeah so.
0: yeah <laughs> So, um, and I've got a second, I bought a second Spider-Pharaoh last week for Sam. Um, so, um, it, the reach is better on the team, the leadership's there, the, uh, enhancements there, um, it works out just fine. Um.
1: You, let me ask you this, are you concerned at all, of, now, not necessarily you specifically, because obviously you are very prepared for a lot of things. Are you prepared at all about Thanos being solved?
0: Thanos being what?
1: Solved.
0: Um, in the you know current I mean? like, in, in the current post rotation meta, no. Uh huh. Okay. So
1: inevit- inevitably, if a piece isn't quote unquote broken, then eventually the meta compensates and right
0: so bat doom got solved for that right. was the problem um yeah. i mean just go play the emotional modifier right easy peasy breezy beautiful cover girl
1: i feel like you're being facetious then you're this, so. <laughs> so. your tone does not hint that that's the, obviously the solution <clears throat> but hey, clear, clearly it that's. Clearly, it sounds like no, you're not worried about the meta somehow solving.
0: No, not really. Um, as long as people still play Molecule Mans and um, all this other kind of stuff and, you know, all this barrier, that improved targeting blocking will still be relevant. So, um, you know, I, I think there's plenty of things that can beat Thanos. Um, I think what is relevant for people is. and I I hate to to keep harping on this point, but like, TJ, let me ask you this. If I told you that you could play your Thanos team, right, the Spider-Pharaoh version or your Doom version,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: or I had to tell you, TJ, the only way that you're going to beat Thanos is if you go out and buy a Venom Magneto, a Jubilee, a Chase A a uh, couple of maggots, um, I don't know, whatever else to make an X-Men team, are you going to go spend another six, $700 to do that?
2: Zero chance.
0: Right. Because you've invested in a team that's good and you're going to play it. So Look,
1: you have said that it is a low investment. It is.
0: it is. It is. So, it is a low investment. So... And, and you know we often talk about like top players will play what they think is good and I totally agree uh, with that and I'm
1: actually I, go ahead I so, do have a counterpoint
0: so, so you do have a counterpoint right but you also have access to like pieces right keep in mind I guess I guess check your privilege coos um I'm being funny there. I hope that comes through. Um, because, like, quite literally, if you want to go to a event, like, I have everything that you could need to borrow. And, right, so, like, a lot of people don't have access to that. Um, and I think that's really huge part that people are missing when it comes to Thanos. And the potential erratic to Thanos will price a lot of people out of competitive. Because I have no problem playing the Venom Magneto and whatever else and sky tyrant and all this other stuff i have that at the ready it's 20 feet away from me right now but some people don't so what's your counterpoint
1: um mike well you got the talking now i'm trying to think of what my counterpoint was i think it's more along the lines of oh it was about the best players playing the best teams i used to think that the top HeroClix players saved their best teams for the bigger events. They brought their A game. But honestly, I think it's just HeroClix players all suffer from short attention spans, except for you, Dan. Because you feel confident and comfortable playing the same piece for a while. And if it's smaller tournaments, you might switch it up and play a different type of team or play a different team altogether. But you are 100% confident in riding and dying if you believe in a piece, which you did with Unamind and you do with Thanos. I don't believe that holds true for a lot of players. I think a lot of players just get tired of figures, even if it's arguably the best, and people get confident in that, oh, my version of this team is better, and that's where we get all the different innovations of teams. That's where we get the X-Men switch out. That's where we get all these teams that are just unique the unique versions not the monster teams that are the same um but you could argue the venom wolverine was a a somewhat of an innovation because she was underlooked for a while right so i i don't know if i agree with everyone's going to play the best you know the best of the best they're going to play the best in what they think is the best and that's going to be probably different than what other people
0: right I, i think that they're going to be able to i think folks are going to play the best team that they can get for gen con the best and the best players don't necessarily always have access to all the best stuff because we're coming we're we're coming out of covid and I, i think that there's going to be a rush over the summer to see what develops in preparation for gen con in memphis
1: We could use this time real quick to mention the HeroClix Mooching House and other online venues where there are plenty of HeroClix players that are willing to help others get figures. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to have readily access to Venom Magnetos and certain pieces that are difficult, but if you don't have a team and you don't have a lot of friends that play the game, the community is great like that to where you need certain things you could get them um i will say this real quick and it, it's kind of a preview to how probably our next multiple podcasts and live streams are going to be as we do this road to nationals rotation is really going to help thanos i think in the long run yeah. um, he doesn't he doesn't lose a lot x-men loses a lot in my opinion losing the cables is pretty big yeah they do rely on cables pretty significantly um so just losing that x-men has to readjust avengers has to greatly readjust not that avengers was amazing but avengers having black widow black widow being one of the hard counters to thanos even though it wasn't easy she is technically a hard counter if you could get in there she's gone now So Monster loses some pieces, but not all their pieces. They lose some. So, like, all the major teams take a hit, but because Thanos is more of a tentpole team, he's easier to navigate around the hits. So it is very much the... When is is Gen Con? Is it beginning of August, end of July? When is Gen Con? First First weekend weekend of August.
0: First weekend of August, yeah.
1: So we have one month to adjust I mean obviously people are going to play rotation before then but for major tournaments if there are any major I mean we don't know if there's even any major tournaments from now until nationals. so for now we're going to have to rely on broadcasts or any online events or local, smaller regionals to really set the meta post rotation and just see where things are for that one month kind of similar to Silver Age what happened in Silver Age
0: right
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so i think it's going to be very very interesting and i think more and more outcry is going to come for Thanos, but whether that's warranted or not things are obviously going to get interesting
0: right so i just updated my wish list for gen con and i added three of the qualifiers and the X of swords event for friday
1: That'd be fun to play the Exosuit event. Like yeah. that's really gonna be your first, because the kits don't come out till July. July. July.
0: Yeah. So you we'll might. See.
1: So we. Yeah, we might have already played in one locally. So that one probably should be month two, unless it. I don't yeah. know if it specifies. Yeah. Um.
2: Did you guys see that there's sixty dollars though?
0: Yes. Um. The event thing says you will receive three boosters.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, theirs is an enhanced version of
0: yeah. it. Right, but so they can do it. They do it cheaper than the store because they don't have the They don't have the middleman in the middle. Yeah. Um. All right, let's roll through a couple other questions. Jay Sands and and another Thanos. Were there other team game elements that gave you trouble? Um. I mean, monsters gave me trouble. What about you, T.J.
2: Uh, bizarre green arrow was an issue one day uh he was no problem with when i had the tank (laughs) um but then fantastic four still the bane of my existence (laughs) franklin and Lockjaw just uh it's very difficult for me right now
0: yeah uh michael kupak asked after seeing how your team was co-opted by someone else and then piloted to a victory do you keep the teams you build closer to the best going forward uh the answer to that is absolutely not um i do this very publicly because i enjoy doing that and i want people to learn and i am quite honored that scott won with my team a couple weeks ago and that scott um played thanos in one as well so um
1: and he hasn't shied away of mentioning it's your team that's the benefit of this community yeah is that if or for the most part if somebody uses a team piloted by someone else they share it very fairly publicly as long as it's a team that's been shared publicly if it's something that was like built in-house in one of the teams um then maybe not but you know, he gave you credit for all of it, so it's like how would you not be right happy? Like sure yeah. you may not be happy it wasn't you, but
0: Right. Yeah, you know, I had to think at the end of the day, right, I'm not um I can't think of it that I lost this past weekend. I think more of Scott won and Thanos won. Um because, like, obviously I have a bias bias as a Thanos player, but, like, Thanos is, like, my favorite Marvel villain. So it's like the equivalent of George Masu getting second at Nationals or Worlds that year with Lex Luthor. The Justice League Trinity War one. I mean, because uh, George, yes, George, George loves Lex, right? And Black Adam, right? It's the same idea.
1: I was thinking you were going to say Black Adam when you said George. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, George, I know, loves Black Adam more, but I I know he's a big fan of Lex, too. But, I mean, it's the same idea, right?
1: No, Uh, no, absolutely. Definitely the same idea.
0: Right. Um, so it's great. Uh, So, McConnell, um, so I didn't really have a preference. Um, I think ideally, like, I want to try to win to do both whenever it comes to making the Bystander or the Legacy card. Um, so you know scott uh picked the bystander so i'm totally i was totally okay with each either so um hopefully i get the opportunity to play again in that event and hopefully i do well enough where i can make a bystander so um did we talk about this before mcconnell also asked was there any figure game element whose absence surprised you uh, we we we, we, we mentioned that we were surprised by blackheart being there um but I guess we were kind of surprised about goblin king or a full uni no there wasn't more that there the, the absence that's what we're talking about right so yes. who was who was missing full uni full gobby and a little bit more
2: there was only one full gobby yeah sheriff strange i expected to see at least somebody try that yeah
1: yeah especially with pat um Having played sheriff strange yeah on uh, one or two of his teams i was That's a little true. bit surprised by that um maybe more mini shredders we only saw i think one right uh, so that was a little bit surprising um besides that i mean there there wasn't a lot from like maybe id wise there wasn't as many as you would think like i don't think i saw a single like harley id
0: there was harley id i saw them yeah
1: oh i didn't see i didn't see any but if so it was not played a ton but um no i didn't see any like joker ids
0: no i didn't either
1: like not not the like ids that were like what about gene gray
0: um, I may have been the only one playing Jean Grey. I think Jack did as well.
1: Like, I know I saw Cyclops, because he could blow up walls. Like, so... Right, I, I think Cyclops Jack played, played... I think
0: Jack played Jean with Thanos to do the mind control thing. Okay.
1: Well, that that's actually a different Jean. Like, none of the Age of Apocalypse genes.
0: No, it was all just Chase Jean.
1: Yeah, they, I remember IDs coming out. That was one of the things, because, like, we're just going to go back to chase gene and wolverines like how many wolverines were there were a very few
0: there was a few but they're very few yeah
1: yeah i think that's what's surprising is that like everyone had these expectations of this is where the ids are we're just going back to how ids used to be and no it we're we're not it's just vastly different because we have better options but not crazy options like those the wolverine of old isn't necessarily the best option of wolverine anymore wolverine itself healing for one isn't necessarily good enough anymore with how much damage is kind of going around so
0: right uh jack smith asks as a thanos player asking another thanos player players in this case are you bored of playing him at all no um i do i do like playing him and do very well with him but i also understand that a lot of players do not have a good time fighting him now, I would say in a competitive sense, you're going to have to learn how to have a good time fighting him because he's going to be there as long as they don't errata him. Do you think you might take a break from playing him? Yeah, maybe for smaller events. Um, but for the most part, um, I, I think that I'm going to keep playing him. He's fine.
2: Totally fine that's something i've been saying about him is he's he's not boring he it can be mentally exhausting because you're constantly having to think of what you're going to do next right yeah you got to protect the guy right like not like i can just leave him out
0: there and that's bad there's a lot going on with him um but um do, do you think he's op in silver age because of ids no not really not any extra OP than a lot of anything else, really. I
1: mean, he's more tolerable, if anything, yeah. than Silver Age. Uh, Silver J- Age, actually, makes him like, not as bad.
0: And then John Murillo asked, Do you know who won Fellowship for Best Theme Build? That was our buddy, local to us, semi-local to us, that was Malcolm McCleary, who played all multiple men.
1: And dressed up as multiple men.
0: Yes. Um, do we know the other fellowship guy's name? Offhand oh, Alex. Which which one? The fellow the With? other the other two fellowships.
1: Uh Trent Morello, I believe, was, he was well runner around. he was
0: runner up, but who wasn't he was and then it.
1: uh then it was Benjamin Umansky. Uh, yeah. Yes, I think so.
0: I had um, never met him
1: before, but
0: Gotcha. Um uh, Andrew Fairweather will answer your questions on our next bigger podcast um and Jeremy Costello not a question but I'm still he's still angry about origins I can understand that uh Ben Groenhyde um we talked a little bit about Sheriff Strange just a little bit ago um and then Peter uh Marshfield will will answer your question as well on the larger more modern podcast so um anything else for today alex tj
1: is this final thoughts
0: final thoughts (laughs) alex
1: Uh, um had a great time at the rock cup i can't wait for the the event next year i'm excited to it's really gotten my blood pumping for competitive hero clicks again like i didn't get to go to pj's event so this was my bigger event that i went to even though i didn't get to play in it and it was nice it was nice seeing people i hadn't seen in a while it was nice playing when i could and seeing people play so it's just kind of exciting definitely a good segue into i feel like nationals i used to say we've got time we've got like three months two and a half months ish so i mean that's a nice round number to take the time to practice, play some mini tournaments and get ready.
2: So, Right. TJ, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I echo what Alex said there. People need to mark their calendars now for the first weekend in May next year. It was a great event. Uh, definitely glad that I went and uh, got to experience that with everyone. Yeah. Um, If if you're going to be in this game, that's not a weekend you want to miss.
0: That's right. Exactly. Um, I enjoyed seeing everybody this weekend. It was good to catch up with folks after two long years. Um, You know, great to see everybody. Scott Porter was an amazing man to meet up with in person. Um, You know, and uh, I did not take my win from Scott. Scott vanquished me. So I'll have to just save that for next time. But, um, Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstop today. Look forward to seeing y'all at the next event. Prepare yourself for the road to nationals this Sunday. Very important to get registered for events. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstop today. We'll talk to y'all next time.
1: See ya.